Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit promised in Joel 2.28, and we equip for the outpouring so that we may engage in the outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to our podcast today. We have a very, very special guest with us, and he has been to heaven. So what we're going to talk about today has to do with heaven, and I believe we're going to touch on some things about how it should be on earth as it is in heaven. So our very special guest today is Dean Braxton, and he is one of these people that has been to heaven. Um, There are a lot of people out there that have had um, death experiences or visions of heaven or near-death experiences, experiences. Um, but he has a unique testimony in that his doctor was working on him for an hour and 45 minutes. And he was, in, in his doctor's words, um, he was really, really dead for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> to hear a doctor say that is right. <laughs> and you can hear that on uh, the, the 700 Club did a marvelous piece on Dean and his experience. And that is available on his website, at deanbraxton.com. And he also has a whole YouTube channel, and he's got over 140 short videos on lots and lots of subjects. And you can find his books. He has a wonderful book called In Heaven, and I just finished reading it this morning. I didn't think I was actually going to get through it yet. Uh, I thought I still had a long ways to go, but I realized I I had just gotten to the very last chapter this morning, and the rest of it is notes all those wonderful places where he explains where the scriptures are that explain all of his experiences. And he's also written another book called What It Feels Like to Die. And the first book that we we actually got the audio book on it, it, it's Deep Worship in Heaven. And I tell you, there are so many things in these books that will just give you a wonderful revelation about things in heaven. And his wife, Marilyn, has also written a book called A Woman's Stand, and that's her testimony of how she stood in faith for her husband to not be dead and, and, to, and to be healed because it was still a bit of a, a journey to get him back from the, the gates of death. And so um, all of these resources, I just encourage everyone who is listening to us to go out there and, and get more of this wonderful man of God. But we wanted to have him share with us uh, a, a number of things. And um, well, first, we just want to welcome you, Dean Braxton. Welcome to our podcast, Global Outpouring. And, and our, our hearts are that that we are pressing in to contend for this global outpouring that God yes. promised in Joel 2:28 we're contending for it in prayer we're equipping for it that's that's the whole thing about this podcast is to help people get equipped to be ready for this global outpouring and then we're going to engage in it and go for it and see what God is going to do through us so we're interested in hearing your heavenly perspective because i remember you saying things like um like you're you're there and here 
at the same time. <laughs> so tell us, tell us things about, about um, what that's like to, to be here and there at the same time. Well, first of all, I just want to thank both of you for having me on, um, being able to speak to so many people out there um, about, you know, the things that God has done in my life. You know, a lot of times people say it's your testimony. I really say it's God's testimony. I just get the privilege of telling people how great my God is. So thank you for giving me that opportunity. You know, one of the things that you start out with is um, that scripture out of the Matthew, the sixth chapter, starting at the ninth verse, where the disciples come to Jesus and they say to him, you know, how shall we pray? And he says, pray in this manner, our Father who art in heaven, how be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Um, that really probably, um, you know, kind of puts in a nutshell of what I experienced all of a sudden by having this, this death experience of my physical body dying on this planet, my spiritual body went to be with the father and Jesus as Jesus promised us. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I love to say it that way because a lot of times people just doesn't realize Jesus promised that to us that are born again, us that know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Uh, have the Holy Spirit residing on the inside of us, you know, when we leave our body, we're going to be where he is. He promised us that. So I went, I got that opportunity to go there. So I, when I went there, one of the things that really uh, got me was all of a sudden I realized, Sharon, I had that heavenly perspective all along Mm -hmm. and I blocked it by my human perspective or my earthly perspective so many times. But when you have that indwelling of the Holy Spirit of God Almighty on the inside of you, he gives you the heavenly you know, uh, perspective on a lot of areas. But because of our walking on this planet and our experiencing this planet through our physical body most of the time, we kind of shut down the spiritual aspect of things that God is trying to get us to, to see. You know, even when you're looking at this uh, outpouring that is going to happen. Matter of fact, I I don't say it's going to happen. It's happening. Yes, it is. Uh, It's happening right now around the world. We in the United States, we focus on the United States. Mm -hmm. So sometimes by focusing on the United States, we are blind to what God is doing throughout the entire world. Yes. You know, and, and we think, well, everything centers around the United States and it has the United States go, the world goes. That's yeah. not true. As God goes, yes, <laughs> the like world that. goes, <laughs> you know, yes. wow. that's what it really is. Mm. You know, he, he, he's invested, you know, his entire love on this planet, not just to those that live in our country, but every country. And so for us to really see the outpouring, we've got to look at it from a global point of view mm-hmm. and not a United States point of view, yes. you know, uh, and I, you know, because of my connections now throughout the entire world, not just the United States, you know, but also in other countries, you know, one of the, the things that book you, you just talked about in heaven, you know, that was translated into Chinese, mm-hmm. oh, wow. baby, six, seven years ago. And, and I heard that it's in the underground church. I saw it one time online. You know, oh. it looked really cool oh. in, in the, the Chinese <laughs> characters. You know what I mean? But it's in the Chinese church, uh, in the underground church there in, in China. And when I was in heaven, listen to this. This is cool. When I was in heaven, I saw the father sending the angels, uh, Jesus sending the angels to the earth. 
And I knew that they were going to the places that were interceding, praying. They were, he- they were headed to those places on this planet that people were requesting them to, uh, in- to intervene in certain things in their lives, um, in-, in their situations. And so they were leaving. And you could see the planet. God, you know, most people don't realize when you get to heaven, if God wants you to see things on this planet, you're going to see it. It's just like when John wrote in Revelation and he, he could see things on the planet. He saw past, present, and future, but God wanted him to see those things. There's no difference when we get there. If God wants you to see it, you're going to see it. So here I am watching these angels leave the heavenly realm and head toward earth. And really the number of angels, and, and I don't ask me how many, because the multitude is more than I could count. There's, there's no number I could put into place to count the numbers of, of the number of, of beings that God has there that are, are angels are, are, are going out to fight in the spiritual realm for us. So here they are, they're leaving and they're coming down to this planet. And you could see there was a certain number going to one part of the planet and a certain number going to another part of the planet and a certain number going to another part of the planet. The part of the planet that had the most people praying and from their heart, okay, uh, it, it, that's where the angels, more angels were headed, okay? Mm-hmm. If there were least amount of people praying from their heart. Now, people may be praying, but got to be from the heart, heart. you know, yeah. all right? Yeah. And, and, and there wasn't that many. They were still going, but there wasn't that many going to fight in that realm. And so... Uh, uh, the one area was China. I saw these angels heading to all these angels heading to China, China. more wow. than I could imagine would be headed in that area. And their government is not pro-Christian. Mm-mm. It's not yeah. uh, advancing the kingdom of God. And yet here we have all these angels headed to that one region right there. Wow. Okay. And, and, and it was like on a scale of one to 10, if I was to say, you know, 10 being the, the, the most you could have and one being the least could demand. I could say China was like a eight, nine. It was way up there. Oh, United wow. States at that time, when I was looking, we were about a four or five. And then that's a whole different story. Yes. <laughs> I think you know, prayers increased since then. You know, I, I rem- I, it, go ahead. I, re- I remember uh, a, a Chinese pastor at the Feast of Tabernacles in Jerusalem was speaking one night in the main session. And he says, don't pray that China will be free. Because if you do and they get free, the church will grow cold. I thought it's like yeah. persecution is keeping the church on fire. Well, I think what it's yeah. also doing is those that really are seeking God, they know the cost. Oh. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. the, the filtering out of the purest of the hearts because of that. You know, um, here in the United States, if, if we get a little pressure, we seem to lose some people <laughs> real yeah. quick, you know, that are saying they're Christians all of a sudden because they don't like the pressure. Well, if you have already had the pressure beforehand and you made the commitment to move in that direction for God, you already know the cost. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? Good. Those Christians yeah. in Jerusalem, when Paul was running around, uh, they were going to be persecuted for following Jesus. So they already knew the cost. So they made the, the decision to follow Jesus. And so their hearts, to be honest with you, were at a pure p- place 
to, to interact with Jesus. That's all that is. It, the screening took place. A lot of our screening takes place afterwards. <laughs> you know, us that are born again in the United States. So I can understand what you're saying there. But I just wanted to say this. They have what they call prayer uh, warriors attached to their church. This is what some of the people that, that I've con- had contact with there. And they pay those prayer warriors just to pray. Wow. Yeah. They're that important, just like we yeah. do with pastors or other people in wow. our in our system. They have people that are pray that are literally paid to pray for the church there in China. And wow. according to the records, last year they're supposed to have more Christians in China than anywhere else right now. And I'm not saying percentage wise, I'm saying number wise. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And so, so that's what I saw from that realm. I saw all these angels being sent to that realm. And we don't hear the victories because, you know, the, the, the uh, Christian community doesn't own the media. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so well, what we hear is only what China wants us to hear. But yeah. God is the best. I, I was thinking, you know, uh, just the other day when the Lord told me to get down on my hands and knees and pray about a situation. Then later on, I found out about the situation and someone was sending out uh, uh, texts or something throughout the United States saying, hey, pray for this situation. Well, God already told me to pray for the situation. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Yeah. I already had the internet and it was the holy net. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we need to press in for. Yeah. Yes. That's so, sure. so from looking from that point of view, Sharon, that's what I saw. I saw that it was already taking place Africa has some of that going on. South yeah. America has some of that going on. The countries where the lease was at that time was United States and also Europe, to be honest with you. Even Russia had some of that going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, people don't realize you, just because we don't hear it doesn't mean God's not moving. Oh, this it's is good true. news. It's true. So what what year was this that you had this experience? This was, uh, uh, um, I always like to give the month to May. Uh, the day was the 5th, 2006. Okay. You know what I mean? That was, you know, over, over about 14 years ago, going on 15 years ago. And so, um, you know, that's when that happened to me. uh, And I experienced that. Another thing that took place just to piggyback on that is I, in that deep worship in heaven, I talk about how everything in heaven got quiet. Remember remember that in the book and, and, and how the angels uh, uh, stood up and, and called all of us around the throne of God and we gave God praise. Well, I came to understand anytime there's a great movement that's getting ready to take place, heaven gets quiet. Wow. Heaven gets quiet. Mm. And I wow. really believe that was a, a, a time that something took place that me, you, and anybody that was born again at that time, we were called into a movement, which we really don't really realize we are, um, whether it's a preparation movement for this outpouring, whether it was the next step for the outpouring, whatever it was, we were all commissioned at that time to move in that direction for, the, for what you're talking about right now. And I knew that. You know, I really believe it got quiet in heaven when Jesus was uh, nailed to the cross and gave up his spirit. I, I believe it got quiet in heaven when, when the children of Israel crossed the Red Sea. Do you yeah. understand? I mean, anytime yeah. we read in the Bible, there was a moment. Uh, uh, the, and the Bible tells us that, you know, it tells us that in Revelation. Uh, it tells us that in another part of the, the, the Bible. I have to go and remember the scripture on that one. But what it says is that when God gets quiet, that all of a sudden it says God is getting ready to move. Ooh, is mm. that good news? Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Thank so you. tell us, tell us more about, about prayer and how, okay. how prayer from this planet makes things happen in heaven. Well, 
you know, to the, the scripture we start off with that we're to, to pray in this manner, you know, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You know, that tells us how important it is for us to pray, period. Mm-hmm. The other scripture that I like to point out is that we're to pray for laborers to go into the harvest That's field, right. you know, and, and most of us don't realize that we are the key. When God gave us the authority of the planet, he, he didn't, sometimes we think that Satan has that, that authority back and he, and all that. No, we were given that authority. Satan can't even move on the planet without using one That's of us. Right. I mean, human I beings. That. Okay. So God, he, he could override that, but he doesn't because he's God. You understand mm-hmm. what I mean? He goes yeah. by his word. Somebody better grab what I just said there. Yeah. And, but, but the bottom line is that we are the ones to make the request. He is eager to do it. He wants to do it. Yes. His desire is to do it. My Bible even says this in John, First uh, John, the uh, fifth chapter, starting at the 14th verse. If we pray anything or ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if yeah. he hears us, we have our request. That means he wants us to do it, but he's yes. waiting for us to request it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of us, you know, we don't make the request. So here it is. I saw the prayers as I was leaving my body, going to be with the Father and Jesus passed me by to get into heaven faster than I was moving. I love to that. To give <laughs> you even a concept of what that's like, the Bible says to be absent from the body is to be in the presence of the Lord. So I was in God's presence faster than you can blink. And yet the prayers that people were praying for me and others were passing me by. That means if you and Phil were praying for me that day, May 5th, 2006, or praying for anything that day, May 2006, your prayers would have passed me by. They would have left me in the dust. You know, I say they look like L-I-K-E shooting stars. They weren't Mm. shooting stars, but that's the closest I could come to describing what they look like. You know, recently... Listen to this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to speak later on um, this evening on another show, and it's going to be about prayer. And so I went through the scriptures to look up, does our prayers really have a substance to them? Do they really look like something? And oh, my God, when I looked at the scriptures, I found out that instance that is before the throne that is mixed with our prayers. That's really representing frankincense. And frankincense, when it's burned, looks like a white milky substance. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> okay. I thought, man, this is cool. And then when it said on the day of Pentecost and, the, and, and all those people start speaking in tongues and clothes of fire. Well, another word that could be used instead of fire for that word is lightning. It looked like wow. lightning. Oh, my oh, God. Wow. <laughs> so oh. I was so amazed how here I am leaving this planet, going to be with the Father and Jesus. And it's in the word of God that our, that our prayers do have a substance to it. And I say it looks like because I can't really tell you what the substance is. To I'm doing the best I can to describe it. But they were passing me by heading toward the Father. And they weren't just going to the Father. They were going inside the Father. Mm-hmm. For me, the Bible tells us that incense that is before the throne, that it's a smell for God. It's it, it's a sweet aroma. He's taking it into himself. Oh, that's cool. And, so, yeah. and then you look in um, Psalms, the 18th chapter, and David says when he prayed, his prayers went inside his Father's ears or inside God's ears. So our prayers don't literally just go to heaven. They are put inside of him. I say it this way. God loves us so much that he created a place for your voice inside of him mm. that no one else can fulfill but your voice. All right. Wow. People, I mean, wow. people got to grab what this, oh, this does beautiful. for us, yes. you know? And so 
And then he operates of that. He communicates to Jesus. And then Jesus uh, strategizes with your prayers. You make the request and Jesus, he doesn't have a counsel before him and he's asking him advice on what to do. The Bible says in, in Isaiah, the uh, I believe it is the ninth chapter, the starting at the sixth verse, but it says, unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and he shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Well, that word Wonderful Counselor is really, in the Hebrew, extraordinary strategist. Ooh, it's yeah. not a counselor like me counseling like I used to be a counselor. Yeah. It means that Jesus is the best strategist in the entire existence on how to fulfill the request that you have made. And so in sending those angels out, what he was doing is he was literally getting those angels to fight in the heavenly realm so that the earthly realm would be open. You know, yes. and most of us don't realize that that's first step. I, I call us the first responders. <laughs> you know, we, we talk about the medical field around yeah. this whole situation with the coronavirus. But in reality, we're before the medical field. That's we're right. the first responders. You yes. know what I mean? Those that are praying, those that are interceding. We're, that's our responsibility. So as the first responders, we get things started from a heavenly point of view. Whoa. You know what I mean? Oh. I just read an article that said there's a lot more doctors and nurses that are going to the chapel to pray now uh, oh. because of all the deaths that they're seeing in the uh, hospital room because oh. of the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. They know it's out of their hands and they need a God. Is that good news? That wow. is good news. I, oh. I think, Sharon and Phil, I think it's a whole setup for what we're talking about. Wow. This pouring, outpouring is going to, because they're going to be looking for places to go. They're going to oh. be looking for God and we're got to be ready. Uh, yes. Anyone out there that's hearing it, you got to be ready. You got to yes. be ready for this. This is important because God has already set it up. He's opening up that realm. I know you're looking at the government situation and maybe it didn't go like you wanted to, but God is already moving ahead of that. Oh, that's some right. of it grabbed yes. what I just said. Amen. Yes. Yes. And, and so here it is the angels going out. And this is the part where the strategy comes in at. The angels. Jesus could just order and they do it. They don't question him. They don't bat it out. They don't doubt what he's saying. Okay. It's us on the planet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. His strategy is who can I rely on to follow what I have told them to do the way I told them to do it. Mm -hmm. A good example would be Ananias going after Paul or Saul. Right. Here we have mm. Jesus Christ from the heavenly realm already open up that realm where Paul would be receptive to the gospel. Now he goes to a man named Ananias who resists him at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Even questions, does he know what he's doing? He's yeah. telling God, do you know what you're doing? How many times do we do that? Yeah. We do it a whole bunch of times, you know? Wow. So yeah. I say that to you because I want you to understand that the reality of this is that the strategy is really picking out the people here on the planet. And I really believe you guys are to really put that out there so that you could grab this, how important your calling is, is because you are part of the strategy to prepare people to be picked. Your ministry, what you're doing right now, is doing the same thing. You are preparing people to be picked mm. by God. Yes. To, to tell them, you are part of the strategy. God is pre prepared, as you said, how do you equip people? The reason they're getting equipped, because they're part of the strategy yes. for God to pick them. And he's using this ministry here to be one of those that are sharpening up people to be ready to be picked. Oh, man, people just got to be ready for this. Wow. You know? wow. I say something to people all the time. I make myself available. That's all I do. 
And then I say, I just do my part. I don't try to do everybody else's part. I just do my part, yeah. you know, and, and, and God honors that. He d- helps me out with my part. And then, he, then we move on and someone else do their part. You know, that's the way it is. Well, everybody out there that's listening to this right now that is, is tuned in to what you guys are doing, that's all you're doing. You're doing your part to prepare them so they, they, can, do, they can do their part. Is that yeah. good news? That that's, is that's tremendous. Great. Amen. Absolutely tremendous. Just as we're going to have to close here pretty soon, um, I, I wonder if you could just pray for, for us and pray for the people. I, I know that, that in your heart, when you came back here, all you wanted to focus on was get people saved. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that, that the equipping that we need largely has to do with how we think and, and how we need to have renewed minds so that we get the picture that, that it's really on Jesus' heart to get people saved. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we, don't, we don't always think that way, and we need to think that way. So would you just take the last few moments here and pray for the people that are listening to get their hearts stirred and, yes. and, and get, their, yeah. get their minds and their, their hearts, their emotions, their will lined up with the will of God so that we can participate in this outpouring. Yes. Yes. Well, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, first of all, for Phil, and I thank you for sharing. I thank you for the grace and, well, and the mercy and the love you pour upon them to be able to do what they're doing right now. I come against the enemy. I command you to go. You will not stand in their way any longer. That which God has called them to do, wow, will be accomplished. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that many doors will be opening for many of those listening, and they will have more opportunity to share the gospel than ever before. Some of them, it may cost them, Lord, but give them the strength to stand up so that they know that when it costs them, like it was said in the Bible, you will provide even double or triple of whatever they have to lose to be able to share the gospel. Father, in the name of Jesus, help us to use the tools that you have given us, that you have have, uh, uh, educated us to, that you have uh, given us knowledge about to be able to use for one purpose, and that is your purpose, Father, which is that great commission that Jesus Christ told his disciples that we are to go out into the entire world and share the good news so that people come to know you as Lord and Savior, that they come to know the Father as their true Father for eternity. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Father. Wow, because this is your will. And you said, if I ask anything according to your will, you hear me. I thank you for hearing me. And then I thank you for for answering my request. Yes, a done deal. Thank you, Father. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We would love to have you back again on another podcast and look forward to that opportunity. Thank you so much, Dean Braxton. We just want to uh, encourage our listeners to go to your YouTube channel, your Dean Braxton YouTube channel, and your deanbraxton.com, and you're on Facebook as well. We are looking for 
this kind of relationships, as you said yeah. at the very beginning, that our relationships with the Lord and the relationships with each other are so important. So thank you for helping us to get our eyes focused on heaven so that the more we know about heaven, the more we know how to behave here on earth. Yes. So God, and I look, go ahead. And I look forward to seeing you guys in August. Remember, we're coming oh, out there. That's right. You know, yes, yes. You know, I, I, you know we're August 6th there. through the 8th. Yes. 2021. So, We're looking yeah. forward to having you with us then. And yeah. we'll have more information about that on our website, globaloutpouring.org. And blessings on you. Look forward to next time. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence. Thank you.